Hello. Hello. There we are. <laughs> uh, it's a True Neutral Saturday morning special cartoons. Question time. Question. <laughs> cartoons question. Cartoons question. I like how we say cartoons. Almost none of these questions are about cartoons. No, but it's Saturday morning. <laughs> That's what I always think of every time. I, I mean, it's not Saturday morning for us, but it comes out Saturday morning. Yeah, well, I mean... We think that because we're old. Saturday morning cartoons aren't a thing anymore, I don't I, think. I you know. I don't really think they are. But I remember in, like, early 2000s, Fox would have those, like, little snippets in between, like, Sonic and stuff. Where there'd be, like, little facts. Yeah. Or jokes. Because they knew kids were watching at this block. And so they'd, like, try and, uh, like, educate you. Or, uh, when I was a kid, I remember, like mid to late 90s in the mornings uh, it would get like a schoolhouse rock in between shows and whatnot schoolhouse rock play oh all yeah the time i remember on Saturday schoolhouse mornings. rock playing yeah that, that was a regular thing then i think that was a warner brothers thing so yeah. it would play on warner brothers channels like uh cartoon network and wb yeah Obvi- obviously wb but i think i watched wb saturday morning cartoons a lot because I, I only had on it i well i only had like three <laughs> channels at my dad's house we got like NBC, ABC, and then PBS or yeah. something like that. That would make sense. And uh, maybe it was four channels because maybe CBS was also one of them. I you don't got remember. Four channel on your TV? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. Got, we got caught off guard by TV, and I forgot this is an ass, it's not a regular episode. <laughs> the intro music's gonna go in like two minutes in. Uh, <laughs> Today, True Neutral is gonna ask. True Neutral asks. What is the best and worst horror situation to find yourself in? The best and worst horror situation at the same time? No, not at the same time. I, I, I'm looking for your best one and your worst one. I um maybe we'll look for uh, let's let's quantify best and or worst. Yeah, for a while. yeah. Let's um let's go. Um, one thing could be survivability. Okay. Um, another one can be like these. We'll use generalized horror. Okay. I tropes right, and ideas. Right. So, so I, like, I, how scared would you be? How do you think you'd survive it? That kind I, of thing. I think worst is pretty self-explanatory. Like, I'm gonna die, and this is the worst way it's gonna happen in a scary sense. Yeah, okay, yeah. That that tracks. What do you mean by best? Best, I mean maybe the one that you think you'd have the easiest time surviving through. But it's still gonna be a horror situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You're still living out, like, you know, whatever movie or game or whatever thing, situation that you have put yourself in. You still have to live it out, but it's whichever one you think you would sur- have the best chance of surviving. Right. I am anybody in Haddonfield that's not the police or Lori Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I have no association with the Myers family, and I live in Haddonfield, Illinois. <laughs> that's my best horror situation. Because that's scary. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Michael There's Myers. some fucking. Wasn't her. Didn't, six, didn't, isn't seven her last name Strode? Lori Strode? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Strode in that. Like, she's changed her name because she's got a loving family that's not dead. 
But um, that's because the whole rest of her family, where her surname oh, yeah. came from, was now dead because yeah. of Michael Myers, who shares her original surname. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came back to finish the job. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, <laughs> okay. So so you think you have a, a good chance of surviving against Michael Myers? As no, long as, I have a good or... chance of surviving in the Halloween movie as somebody who's not involved with the plot. No, but see, that's not <laughs> the point of this, and you know it. You got a main character yourself, man. Uh, no, no, I'm not gonna survive Michael Myers. That's a bad call. <laughs> yeah. If that dude wants me dead, I'm dying. It no, might take three Lori movies. No, Laurie lives for a very long time, yeah. to be fair. Okay, yeah, but like, <laughs> literally everyone around her dies in the process. That's like saying, uh, I, you know, in Scream, it would really suck to be Sydney. No, Sydney lives for like pretty much everything. Look. Or uh, Gail. Gail lives for like ever. There's, there's, there's a certain level where. If I live through enough shit, I would rather have been killed at a certain point. <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, but the, there's there's other situations. Like, when you talk about, like, a Jason movie or a, a, a Freddy Krueger movie, the there is... Jason and or Freddy Krueger is the main character of those situations, oh, not yeah. any of the people that they're killing. The people they're killing are there to okay. be killed. I'm sorry, you've just, you've just brought me up to, like, my probable actual best worst... Answer, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, dying in your sleep, or just being tormented in your sleep. Yeah, no, just fighting in dreams. Dream Warrior showed us that we could fight him. I mean, yeah, I suppose so. Go watch the third one. It's your dream. Like, if you can remember at any point in time that it's your dream, you win. <laughs> That's it. Like, he's got no power as soon as you remember it's your dream. Okay. It's your nightmare, and as long as you are having a nightmare, you can't control it. Because that's what nightmares are. They're scary and unforeseen. But if you realize, this is my nightmare, this is my dream, bam, you win. And then you, you then you can, like, send Freddy on, like, a, like a, a silly little slide of fire. I mean, I suppose. <laughs> I don't think I would live through a Freddy Krueger situation. I just... I think my nightmare would get to me, and I, 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 I don't see myself being able to survive a Freddy Krueger situation at all. I think I'd be toast. He'd be coming at me with that fucking claw hand, and I'd be like, well, there's me done. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to me. Like, what? What would your nightmare be? Well, I don't know. I think my worst, if I'm putting myself in a a worst case scenario, (laughs) it's a saw scenario. It's time to jump already, bitch. Pushes you (laughs) off that bridge you dream about. (laughs) No, I think I, I think I would. My worst would be a saw scenario. Oh yeah, definitely. If I wake up in a saw trap, I'm fucked. Yeah, no, I am. I am not strong enough to do it. If there's a quick way to kill myself, I will. Yeah, yeah, like. I am not cutting my guts open or poking my own eye out to get a key. I I'm I'm just not doing that. If it's maybe a, maybe if it's like what Amanda had to do, where he's like, oh, cut open this dead body yeah, and get a yeah. key out of it. I could do that. If it's another person, and like my life depends on it, and I know my family is like safe at home, and like I'm not gonna have to like, you know, mm-hmm. go home to nothing. I guess like. If, but if I. 
if I've been like done the the carry Yules and I have to like cut my own leg off or the guy that's in the start of one of the other movies who's got the key behind his eyeball and he's yeah. got to take his own eyeball out to get the key. I'm not doing any of that shit. Yeah. Like I'm fucked. I'm done. Yeah, there's no way I like I I want to live and I feel like I feel like if I was in that full emergency like no other option situation. I like to think I would do everything I could, but realistically, uh, I just uh, I don't know that I can. I think I think I'm smart enough to figure it out, but I I think that my survivability rate on this is just plummeted because <laughs> I just don't have the the constitution to to do that to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know. The more I'm thinking about it, like the levels of desperation you would get to, I feel like I I could probably get out of one of those. Like yeah. it would it would suck, and I would not be happy about it, obviously. But I think, ooh, excuse me. I think it comes right down to it. I I yeah. I, I would I could cop my leg off. I think I think it also <laughs> depends on like if I figured out that this is because there's two defined types of saw traps. One, when you fuck it up, it pretty much just kills you instantly. Right. And the other one, if you fuck it up, you're just trapped there until you starve to death. Right, right. If I'm, if it's the latter of those, I'm going to be much more desperate to try and get out of this situation. But if I'm stuck with the, the, the thing on my mouth... Oh, yeah, yeah. Then I'm, that instant death, I just wait for the timer to tick down. Like, that's I'm a blank. Fuck, I'm done. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> If the key to that thing is anywhere inside me, I am gone. Yeah. If the key to that thing is in that body over there, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I guess it also depends on who's being Jigsaw, because depending on who's Jigsaw, they oh, get yeah. variously more or less sadistic. Yeah. Well, uh, What's-her-face gets more sadistic after a couple of traps and before. She yeah. She only has a couple of traps that work really right, and then detective asshole will just kill whoever he wants mm-hmm. the doctor when he comes back is I, yeah, he's just kind of stupid about it yeah uh, yeah saw saw would be a bad situation yeah um what did i yeah what, yeah so my, you, you my, said your your best would be freddy Krueger. yeah my best would definitely be freddy like if if i can understand that it's a dream yeah. If there's anybody in the world who has done this before and I have found them or have heard about them and can contact them and they're like, it's a dream. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm I'm set. I'm set on that one. Worst, though, I feel like it's probably a your next situation or a, a stranger's situation. A stranger's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Like, that's, that's the worst kind of thing. It's just... Is Tamara home? Oh, God. <laughs> Strangers got me so good the first time I watched it. Like, the ending of that movie, really disappointing, because everything up to the ending of that movie is so goddamn good. I don't actually think I've seen The Strangers, but I the premise is old as time. And, uh... That's, well, that's how they show up. Like, the, there's a girl that shows up and knocks on the door, and when the wife's like, hello, can I help you? The chick's just like, is Tamara home? And then, like, that leads into, like, she they realize that she's home alone or whatever, and that's why they come take her out. But so that's, like, the first line you get out of the strangers in that movie is, uh, is Tamara home. So it's kind of the iconic line of the movie. I see. 
Man, Tamara's got to be pissed about that. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I think that would be the the worst situation for me personally. Is just like they don't care. They're not. There's no motive for you personally. But I think your personal survivability of of that situation is a little better. Like, yes, like, they just moved into that home in that movie, so maybe you don't, like, know the house super well, but you know your own things, at the very least, so you know where your weapons might be, or a baseball bat or something like that, presumably. You know what room you could potentially lock yourself in. You know, you do have weapons at your disposal, because I think that we personally know enough about horror tropes to not be dumb. Yeah. (laughs) I have a blender. Like, granted, (laughs) that that movie in particular is just like, it's a home invasion. So it's like, how would you handle a home invasion? Yeah. (laughs) Aggressively. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is something I think horror movies don't go in on enough. There isn't enough people taking charge and being the aggressor in a horror situation. Yeah, that's where you got a you got a Wes Craven movie right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me a Hills Have Eyes or a, um, Last House on the Left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd do good in that situation where it's a, like something has happened to a loved one, and I'm just doing a revenge thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. good. That's good. I mean, it's not good because I'm very angry and my <laughs> loved one is hurt, and that. There's nothing good about the situation, but as but, far as me being able to do it, yeah, yeah, I could handle that. My best, I think, honestly, I would do best in like, like maybe uh, like a ghost situation, because the thing about dealing with things like demons—that movie with the pottery? No, not that one. Like, but the thing about dealing with like demons or ghosts or anything like that is there is a clearly defined set of rules about how you take care of it. Yeah, oh, you know, that's a fair call. Um, and and as long as you follow the rules, you'll be fine. Does it count for me if I just say, I don't believe in ghosts, so this is all bullshit? No, I, because I you're stuck laugh. in this situation. Even people in those movies that don't believe, by the end of the movie, they're either dead or they believe. <laughs> okay? <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> You are trapped in a situation where whatever we're talking about is real and happening. Because it's tangentially related, and I like to get it out there every time I can, Ed and Lorraine Warren were charlatans. Yes, yes. Horrible people who wanted profit and nothing else. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) That That is true. Sorry, you had to get that out there. There's a lot of movies, and they're still making, their estate's still making a lot of money off of the many, many, many movies with their name on it. And the Annabelle doll is still missing. I'm just throwing that out there. Hmm. Literally is just gone from the glass case it was in and hasn't been recovered. Well, somebody just took it to prove it wasn't evil. I bet I bet there's like a 4chan blog out there that's already been, you know, eliminated in the archive because <laughs> of how 4chan works. It's just like, yep, I took the doll. I've got it. Here it is on fire. <laughs> so that's the way people are. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> I don't like dolls anyways, so. 
Not even this one? No, especially not that one, because it, it's in the room with me. It's kind of like uh, an unofficial mascot of this podcast. I really don't like her. Uh, and I'm the one that brought her here. Yeah, I'm actually... I'll, I'll post her to the Instagram um, with no context right, like, when we're done with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got these a little bit ahead of time, so well, I'm going to post that with no context uh, um, maybe I'll put like a stupid hashtag that's not hashtag gonna... smile. <laughs> She's smiling. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is she? I mean, you can call that a smile. I think. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be funny if I remember to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think if there's a situation I walk into that has a very clearly defined set of rules to follow, then I will be able to get my way through it. Kind of like the It Follows thing, or even even The Ring, for that matter. Yeah. There's a clearly defined set of rules to what you can do to to pass on that curse or to get away from, from dying in The Ring. Like. Quick, quick uh, ring tangent. Do you think uh, you could physically attack the girl from The Ring? Cause it's Samara? Pro- oh yeah, it's phys- it, like it's brought up in uh, Scary Movie Three as like the, the, yeah. I mean, they just physically punch her. Wendy, and, and this it's- bitch getting water on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie is stupid. <laughs> it's funny, but it's stupid. I love stupid. the bit at the end where they're down by the well and she grabs the chainsaw and the lights click off and they click back on. She got the chainsaw over her head. She goes, ah! uh, yeah, <laughs> just shaking it above her head. <laughs> We used to do that. Anything we grabbed that was roughly chainsaw-sized as teenagers, me and my friends would look at each other and be like, ah! <laughs> Shake it over our head. Uh, like, We're not so different after all. <laughs> he starts pissing out of his finger. Man, how the hell are you going to wake up dead? <laughs> that dumb as fuck. How the nigga going to wake up dead? <laughs> Can't go to sleep alive and wake up dead. Uh... <laughs> No, do you think you could physically attack her, though? Like, is she a physical entity? Um, I don't think so. Much like the the creature from The Grudge, I don't think it actually is a physical entity. I think that that is... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me the creature from The Grudge is not physical? No, it is not a physical entity. Uh, it makes noise, and it looks really creepy as it crawls around on stairs and walls and shit but i don't i don't think it's a physical entity no i don't fun fact the grudge noise is the same noise as the opening like 10 seconds of the song lounge act by nirvana (laughs) that's why i knew how to do that when that came out (laughs) um uh, no, yeah, it's got to be physical. Doesn't it do things? Doesn't no. it physically affect things? I, th- I thought it physically affected its well, surroundings I mean, so as it crawled. so do ghosts, so do poltergeists, but that doesn't mean they're physical entities. They're, the, I mean, they're not, they're not physical entities as far as, like, but they are entities and they do have a presence in our realm as far as the but, science of that is to be understood. But that does so not make have, them... But that doesn't make them physical. That doesn't mean you can touch them. Just because they can manipulate things around you doesn't mean that you could punch it. But they also don't have full manipulative capabilities most of the time if you're talking about a ghost. It's like Samara from The Ring, and I can't remember the, the name of the creature from The Grudge, but Ring Girl has a physical presence when she's 
in in the world. But like she, every time you see like, someone dead from them, they're dead. They're all twisted and contorted, and they died because of like fear. They don't die of actual like being strangled or any physical harm coming to them. But there's always water. That's just something that comes along with her. But that's her... it's still there. It's still physically there. Is my but point. It must doesn't... rip off her hair like we see it happen. I, no, but I don't think that she's a. I don't think she's a physical entity because that means that she comes out of the well, goes finds them, runs off, climbs back down in the well every time she kills someone. I, I don't think it's a go find them. I don't think she's like, oh god, okay, top of the well. All right, here we are. I think she, like, she is a like a, like a demon to be summoned. Like that is that is her pentagram and circle on the ground. Like when the tape. Like, yeah. that's, that's the thing, is, like, she is summoned there. She doesn't come out of the well physically, but she does physically come out of the TV from the well. Did does that see? make sense? I guess. Did you see the newest one? It's no. older now. It had the Leonard from from Big Bang Theory, and it had Vincent D'Onofrio in it. And uh, that one added, like, a little bit of extra lore to it, where they had found there was no longer a, like a vhs copy of the video that makes sense they had digitized it yeah and um they leonard from the big bang theory plays a professor in like uh, some college that makes sense and he's been showing he he watched the video and then he learned that if you show the video to someone else before you die then the curse gets passed on to them instead. Like an STI. Yeah, yeah. With, like the It Follows demon, yeah, yeah. where you have to actually have sex with someone to pass it on. It literally is just a metaphor for STDs. Um, and and so it's, he's created this chain where every time someone sees it, he tells them to make a copy of the video and send it to someone else if they want to pass the curse on and they don't want to die. But then if... That the once the chain starts breaking down, once one person dies, it goes back to the person in the chain before it. Oh, so classic. he's trying to make he shows it to like all of his students to make this huge chain of people so it can never really get back to him. Essentially, is okay. So on a on a practical level, I want to think about that as a as a crime. Yeah, <laughs> well, like what he did. No, like that's, actually, that's murder. Well, or, no, it's definitely homicide, but. Is this a serial killer or a mass murder? Because he's done it all at once, and so they they don't die all at once. But he has done one act that has caused many, many, many deaths. So is that mass murder or is that serial killing? Um, I because it's one act. It's one act. But after that, like, I don't think he's the one, like, I think he did it to one student, told them how he got out of it by doing it to them. If you want to get out of it, you do this. And then, so then it's on them. That's still coercive manipulation. They're still not at fault at that point until they do it to somebody else. And then there's then there's that's still like a so second he's Charles degree, Manson but, uh, a little bit it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely more of a, like a cult like charge than just an outright homicide charge I think it's gonna be more of a like well, it's definitely a homicide charge at least one and then coercive manipulation on top of that like 
Um, I don't think it would be considered a mass murder, though, because I think a mass murder needs to, all the murders need to happen at a single time. Yeah, I think the deaths need to happen all at once. I think it would be more akin to a serial killer, but still, that's not quite right. Yeah. But it's the closest thing I can think of. Yeah. Um... But I think I think in a in definitely in a ghosty goo situation, I got a pretty good handle on things. I think I would also be pretty quick to accept a ghost as as an explanation. If I saw crazy things happening that I couldn't explain and someone's like, Yeah, there's like a ghost that we need to get rid of, um and I would be like, Okay, yeah, what do we do? Like, <laughs> like I, I feel like I'd be pretty on board for that pretty quick. Be like, what it, I mean if it doesn't work then we can either try something else or we're dead. But if we don't do anything, we're dead anyways. So <laughs> may as well try, right? Well, yeah. And like, so if there's if there's ghosty things, if there's a way to prevent the things that are happening around me, and I believe that it might work, I will try it. But I won't believe it's a ghost even as I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you say, okay, we need to, I don't know, uh, draw a circle and put like this special cup of water in it or something with like the right crystal in the center i i will do all of that i will make a very nice circle i will fill the bowl just as needed and i will find your your special little rock and i'll put it right in the center for you and i will do all of that and not for one second believe that a ghost is involved i think you might just die then (laughs) just out of pure not believing it's a thing (laughs) i like to imagine i'm like that guy who just like went around like I, I wish I could remember the the name of the guy, but, like, he moved into a haunted house in Hollywood and then, like, uh, had a bunch of uh, mediums and psychics come over and, like, this place is fucking haunted. Like, really dark energy here. Like, I'm I'm out. Like, people would just leave the house because the the dark energy from the, the ghosts there. And so what he did was just went through and punched punch the air all the way through that like he just fucking went through and punched the whole fucking house all the way through and um had one of the same uh mediums come back and she was like it's clear it's good i don't know what you did but it's good Uh, so if I believed there were ghosts involved, I would definitely give that a shot. You just start swinging. <laughs> just swing all the way through my house. <laughs> That's really funny. That I wish I could remember the name of who that was because it was it was like it was somebody like mid level famous. Like they had bought like a really nice house that had had like a history of murders and like yeah they were just like no fuck that fuck these ghosts this is my house and they just punched all the way through it. <laughs> I might change my worst answer. I think worst might actually be Final Destination. There's just no escaping that. You escaped death once. That's the point of it. You're not escaping him again. Right. Like, Final Destination might be the worst one. I don't know. Do I know what Final Destination is? No, I think on a pure scariness level, I think that that is a... I'm not going to come to the realization of the Grim Reapers chasing us. I think that's a pretty hard sell for me. Right. But a, a string of coincidences where, like, oh, me and six of either my friends or these other random people all survived this one crazy incident. Oh, and then that one of them died. Oh, and then that one of them died. 
Oh, and then that one of them died. I'm going to get paranoid. Yeah. That, that's a scary thing to have happen. But am I going to be like, the Grim Reaper's hunting me? <laughs> no, I don't think I am. <laughs> what if you meet a very weird mortuary assistant? I, I might be convinced by a weird mortuary assistant. I think he was in Candyman as well. I might. I can't remember that actor's name, but he's got such a fucking presence to him. I, I might be convinced by a weird mortuary assistant. <laughs> like, if someone goes out of my way to find me and, like, give me a cryptic warning about something, um, I would be in- inclined to believe them. No, you gotta break into the morgue. Mm. Or you gotta break into the funeral home, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, and, yeah, if I get a... And then he's just there overnight being real, real creepy. If For I get no a... real reason, actually. <laughs> it's just to add a creep factor to the movie. Like, they could have just gone to the mortuary and talked to him in the daylight. And it would have been still very creepy. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but they, they made him break in at night and had him just be there, be an extra creepy for no other reason than to make the scene creepy. Which is fine. It worked. Whatever. It's still stuck in my mind, so. But I think that, yeah, I, I think a cryptic message will, will have me believing Pretty easily, <laughs> so a weird cryptic message given to me by a, a strange, a strange person that I don't know that's being creepy. I'm like, huh? Okay, maybe. Like, because if they have some weird knowledge of things that are like coincidences that are going on in my personal life, and they're like, be wary of this and this and this, do this, and I'm like, well, oh, those things already happened. <laughs> Clearly, you have knowledge I don't. I should probably listen. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, a Morpheus, a Morpheus comes into my life. I'm going to hear it. Yeah, like, like I, I... But that's the thing. I think you and I have good survivability in most situations because, A, we know it, it's kind of almost a scary or a, a scream situation where... Oh, yeah, I think I can handle a scream situation. Well, it's just like we know the tropes of most horror situations. If we find ourselves in one, be it... A more realistic one like The Strangers, where it's like, panic room yourself up, and if anyone comes in, get them. Or if we find ourselves in a more supernatural one, where it's, you know, follow the rules and you have a good chance of surviving. I think both of us are going to be like, we know how to handle that. Yeah. Like, we can follow the rules, we can do what we need to do to presumably survive the situation. Yeah. I I, think... I I am going to propose for us live on air a, a new segment uh, for when we don't have hypotheticals on the regular show. Could you survive this film? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fun one. I'll start with one right now, just for a, for instance. Could you survive the Green Inferno? Uh, do I survive the plane crash? Uh, yes, this is presuming you survived the plane crash and you're you're a uh, prisoner of a tribe of cannibals. Right. Okay. So, uh, I could I could. Granted, I am I survived the plane crash, and I don't immediately get captured. I think I could survive away in the jungle. I think I could find a way to survive like on my own. Mm-hmm. But. Or, you know, like, with some other people from the plane. But if I get captured, I think I'm fucked. I don't think I'm going to be able to get my way out of there. Unless unless they get stoned like they do, and I can see that, and I get past that. Yeah. I think I, think I have two options here. Option one, I'm the guy that gets cooked alive. 
<laughs> that is option one is I'm the first one dead. I get cooked alive and fed to you guys. <laughs> I'm done. You're tasty. Thank you. Um, option two, I immediately turn coat and go cannibal. <laughs> okay, so I just uh, based on what we see of the tribe, I don't think they're just. I don't think they'd accept you. I don't think they're accepting any any uh, newcomers. Yeah. I don't think they're maybe, welcoming maybe if I like all. maybe I can strike a deal with the chief and be like, no, I'll show my loyalty and I'll like I don't know turn and stab you when they uh, got me. Like, See? <laughs> See, I'm on your side. <laughs> it's better to die this way than how they would have killed me. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I'll make sure that you get made up into tasty stew. <laughs> I like to imagine like you just stab somebody else and they're like, whoa! And they just kill you because they're like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any of that now. Now you guys have, like, way too much meat on your hands. You're never going to be able to eat three people. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I no, I don't think I would survive the Green Inferno if I were captured. Uh, maybe, maybe I could get away um, based on based on what happens in the film. Like... There's there's the chance I could get away at a couple of different points, but uh, I feel like realistically they would track me down and get me before I got too far if they really wanted me specifically for any reason. Yeah. They seem to have a pretty good hold on that jungle, and yeah. they know where everything is really well. Like, they got it mapped out pretty good. I yeah, think. I just don't think there would be any way, like... If they didn't know I was alive, like I said, like if, if I was out on my own and they didn't know I was there, I think I could avoid them for the most part. But I don't think if they knew to look for anything, mm-hmm. or even if they were out hunting and I was too nearby, like I yeah. would definitely get found. Yeah, oh yeah, you get yourself some food, you make a fire that's just a little bit too big, gone. Done. Gone, <laughs> yeah. Immediately, and I'm I'm not gonna immediately know that there's a tribe of cannibals around the corner, so I'm probably gonna do something to get myself caught anyway. Yeah, be too loud fishing or make a fire, you know, something. Yeah, yelling for other survivors, maybe. Yeah, there's a there's. Yeah, I there's, think that's maybe how they get caught, anyways. Well, I mean, there's a plane crash that they. No, go. yeah, there's <laughs> a plane crash, and they they go to investigate, and they just take the survivors. I'm pretty sure is the deal. It's such a good movie. Yeah. It was a really good movie. It was really good. 2014, Eli Roth, Green Inferno. Yes, yes. Great film. Movie that comes back to my brain a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, heavily inspired by the classic Cannibal Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Which is also a great movie. Never actually watched it. Oh, it's good. Yeah. 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 You should also watch Cannibal the Musical by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I've seen that. I've seen <laughs> it's that It's a great movie. <laughs> That has one of my favorite jokes of all time in it, and uh, it's just uh, the guy walks up and he just starts bragging about how cool he is, and then uh, fuck, I I get them mixed up, but one of the, one of the main two guys, the Matt Stone or Trey Parker, just like uh, responds not to anything he says, but just goes, "Nice hat." <laughs> And it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I love it so much. I do it to people sometimes, and absolutely nobody gets the reference. <laughs> but it's just this really exaggerated, he does the thumbs up with it. Nice hat! <laughs> it's real good. It's, yeah. 
Cannibal the Musical is amazing. If you have not seen it, last time I checked, it was on YouTube for free. Oh, hell yeah. So just just go watch it. It's yeah. super worth it. Matt Stone and Trey Parker, uh, college film. Yeah, it's their but, very first thing. It was our college project. Um, the, the short guy from Basketball's in it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Orgasmo. Squeak. Yeah, Orgasmo's another classic. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he was in all of those. Mm-hmm. The the short guy was in that. I uh, I cannot remember his his real name. I can't. I always call him Squeak, mm. or bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's one of those the actor prefers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not Squeak. Could <laughs> uh, <laughs> you survive Cannibal the music video? Or the music video. <laughs> Cannibal the Musical? I think so. You could survive the Donner Party? Uh, sure, yeah. Why not? I'm gonna say yes. Alright, so basically what you have to contend with is a guy who's definitely trying to eat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as long as I eat him first, I win. I'm good. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I think in a, a situation where... I absolutely have to. It might not take me much convincing to just go cannibal. Yeah, we've talked about cannibalism a lot on this podcast, actually. <laughs> it's, it's a recurring topic. It is. And I think you have the same thing where, like, if we're stuck in a situation, we, we go cannibal pretty quickly. It's not really much of a difference as far as, like, the actual, uh, you know, the, the meat of the thing, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's... It's not like, when it comes right down to it, it it's unethical, and I don't want to. Oh, no, like, no, no, but if we were in a situation that forced it upon us. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't have too much of an issue going about, like, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want to kill someone to yeah, eat them, but yeah. if they died already. Yeah, look, we've been over this. We, <laughs> we, we've been over a lot of cannibalism. Go listen to our uh, year anniversary special thing that we did. <laughs> And that's that's just a whole hour and a bit of cannibalism. <laughs> uh, so good. <laughs> so good. I got you. That was worth it. Yeah. That, was, that was a good bit. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think... Overall, best best is going to be a Freddy Krueger situation for me. Anything that's metaphysical and you just have to tell your brain it's going to be okay, done. Beat it. Got no issue with that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anything where it's a total lack of motive and, like, a desire for harm, that's, that's where I'm... Yeah. Yeah. I think... Best for me is going to be, like, a ghost or a spirit of some sort. Especially if they do end up taking on a physical form. Like, if Chuck, if a Chucky doll is chasing me down, that Chucky doll is done. Yeah. I, I don't care. Th- that thing is dumb and clumsy and little and th- th- stupid. You can kill Chucky so easily. Yeah, the horror from that co- seems to come from the fact that it is a living doll. Yeah. But if you can just get past that, and look, I've been pretending Toy Story has been real since I was, like, five. So, I I just expect things to be alive. I, I finally got to see one? Great. Is it killing me? Oh, I, I dead, dead now. It's dead now. <laughs> like, that's not, it's not a fear for me. It's just, it's just another aggressor. 
I don't see it as like that's not like an extra like if this thing if this little doll thing came alive here, I that wouldn't be like a fear for me. It'd be like a, oh yeah of course. I'm like oh hey, oh you're getting aggressive now. You're much smaller than me and a toy. I will break you. What about different like different kind of horror something like uh you ever watch tusk no oh man you should watch tusk oh uh, what about like uh kafka's metamorphosis i mean yeah it's kind of the same <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of uh, uh that's kind of how i heard about tusk but... yeah 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 it, it's kind of it's kind of it's, it's kind of the same yeah kind of the same how how would you handle uh the metamorphosis. Uh, I think I will. I uh, know I'd be done. <laughs> uh, you, you sew me into a walrus suit. I'm, I'm, I am the walrus man. <laughs> <laughs> what if you just wake up one day and you're a giant, like cockroach-style bug? I don't. I would probably find a way. I can't remember the character's name. Igor. I would probably try to find a way to unalive. <laughs> no way. I, I mean, you maybe for you, but no. I, I am handling. I handle that fucking metal metamorphosis. Like the what's his face in, from the story just fucking cowers and stays in his room and then listens to his family cry and then gets an apple stuck in his back and then dies because he's all infected and dumb. Yeah, I think that I wouldn't probably cower and cry, but I also think that that metamorphosis would psychologically break me. (laughs) (laughs) That is once again a thing, like, I don't think I've got, I don't think I've got, like, a... I think it's because, especially if it's a bug. If I turn into a big bug, yeah, no. Yeah, see, I don't think I have a strong enough barometer on what is normal for my body (laughs) (laughs) i don't um i already feel pretty disconnected from myself a lot of the time so if my physical form changed i would be like all right let's see what this happens like what happens with this i would just leave the house and then you get an apple stuck in your back and someone fucking shoots you with a shotgun because you're a giant bug yeah uh, like i would probably be killed for being a giant bug but like i would go out and like i would not die in my room I would not sit around listening to my family cry. If I thought I was going to make them sad with my appearance, I would leave before they realized what had happened. Fair. Like, I'm I'm not going to sit around... Like, I, Kafka was a depressed dude. Most of his work was destroyed by him before anything happened, and the stuff we do have was just found. Mm-hmm. So, like... I, I get the perspective from which he wrote that story, but I turn into a giant bug. I'm going to go sit in the grass. <laughs> I'm going to go fucking figure out what is cool about being under a rock and find a really big rock. <laughs> you know, like I am not, I am not going to die in my room listening to my family cry about what has become of me. That sucks. Well, Tusk is a little different because the, Justin Long gets, I believe, kidnapped. It's been a few years since I've seen that movie. But I'm pretty sure a guy kidnaps him and then sews him into a suit that looks like a walrus, but it's made out of human skin. Ooh. It's like patchwork together out of people's skin. He's made a walrus suit that he then sews Justin Long into and turns him into a walrus man. Okay. 
So <laughs> yeah, that's that's a kind of a Kafka's metamorphosis combined with a almost human centipede kind of situation. Yeah, it's a it's a different sort of situation that one. Um, I think I would handle that one more poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think just overall, I wouldn't uh, psychologically handle that one the same as being a giant You're bug right. suddenly. <laughs> This See, but, is somebody else's, like, this isn't just a divine thing that suddenly happened to me. This is somebody's choice, and they've made the choice to put me in this, and I am disturbed. Yeah, I think, <laughs> once again, I would be psychologically broken, but on the other side of that, I think that instead of trying to unalive, I would be more like, I am the walrus man. <laughs> this is me now. <laughs> goo goo gajoo. <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel like um my my uh my desire would not be for self-deletion, it'd be for revenge. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, like I I would be I am the walrus cuckoo gajai. Die die die. <laughs> And and then I then I'd kill the man who sewed me up like that. Yeah, yeah. Even if I had to like uh like do that weird little walrus slap thing, how they yeah. fight and get all. Yeah, walrus slap. You got. I think there was the tusks. Even you could try to impale them with the tusks. Uh, oh yeah, I. I don't know how the suit is like I because I haven't seen it. I don't know where the tusks are in relation to my body. Yeah. I, I should w- rewatch I, it. I wouldn't want to hurt myself with the tusks. Is my thinking. But I'd slam my body into against him. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we, fucking... we'll probably go over that on bad movies at some point because both it and uh, Yoga Hosers are just fucking phenomenal. Those films. are both Kevin Smith films, right? Yeah, they're both from the. They're supposed to be part of a trilogy. The fuck, I can never remember what it's called. The Cornetto trilogy. No, <laughs> it's also a good trilogy. Uh, Smithetto. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but no, they're, they're both very, very good films. I, I like them both quite a bit. I, uh, duh, yeah, it's something to do with Canada. I can't remember the name of the trilogy. Gonna bug me now. Gonna have to look it up. Oh, Christ. Oh, God, I'm falling over. The True Um, North Trilogy. Ah. True North is a bad religion song and album. Yeah, it's called The True North Trilogy. And the third one is not out, and it's supposedly being made. We're not sure. (laughs) Those are the Kevin Smith anymore. Uh Yep. Uh, yeah, the last, the, the first one's Tusk, the second one's Yoga Hosers, and the third one, up in, the upcoming Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws! It's Jaws, but with a moose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in, I'm in. I, wa- <laughs> I wasn't in with the title, but then the, that realization, yes, I'm in. Yoga Hosers is about uh, two girls who work at a convenience store. Um, they're played by Johnny Depp's daughter and Kevin Smith's daughter, okay. which is fun. Um, and they find out that underneath their convenience store is an old Nazi base, <laughs> and um, down there they find uh, the Bratzies, or 
Nazi bratwursts, which are little bratwursts that are alive and they have limbs and they are Nazis. Well, this sounds ridiculous. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's really good. Well, I think we've veered sufficiently away <laughs> from horror movies at this point. Um, so, yeah. What's your best and worst? Yeah, let us know your best and worst and uh, how you think you would survive them. And what your opinion on Kevin Smith is. I like those movies. <laughs> Uh, tongue punch my booty hole or whatever was in that tweet. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta tongue punch the fart box, man. That's what it was, fart box. Yeah, gotta tongue punch the fart box. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>